everybody. Welcome back to Checkerboard Chat, the official sports podcast of the Daily Beacon. I'm Tyler Wombles. That's to Michael Cole. And we're back bringing you some more Tennessee athletics news, updates, and whatever we feel like talking about. Just kicking things off here to Michael, there was a key change made in Tennessee's <laughs> athletics administration on Friday. Just, we know what happened. You know, John Curry was put on paid leave, and Philip Fulmer has taken over as the Vols' new athletic director. I don't think I need to introduce this to anyone, but yeah. we all know Philip Fulmer was a former head football coach for the University of Tennessee, won a national championship in 1998. Um, I think it's safe to say a lot of fans are happy with this hire, yeah. DeMichael. Just what are your main takeaways heading into this with this uh, athletic director transition? Well, I think one thing that Philip Fulmer will bring is stability at the position. To me, after the fiasco that happened on um, the Sunday with Greg Schiano and all that stuff, I feel like John Curry was a little bit out of his league at that point. Not saying that he's a bad athletic director by any means, but it seemed like um, all of the backlash and things of that nature got to him. And as an athletic director, not saying that I like the, you know, Greg Schiano hire, but I feel like as an athletic director, you got to say, this is the guy that I wanted, you know, this is the guy that I feel like can do the job. And, you know, you got to stand your ground pretty much and say, you know, see if you can get the fans to back you, which, I mean, it looked like that would have been pretty hard. Yeah, for sure. But at that point, and then as the week went along, the mismanagements that occurred, including the last thing that, you know, Beverly Davenport told Mm -hmm. us was the, you know, last straw pretty much. It just felt like John Curry was a little bit out of his league. Maybe it was not, you know, just time for him to take over at this position just yet. And he's on paid leave now, so I don't know, you know, what kind of role or anything he'll have. But Philip Fulmer, we know he's a guy that will bring a winning culture to not just the football program, but just Tennessee athletics in general. So, I think it's a great hire. It's a the hire that many people wanted sure. eight months ago. Yeah. But, I mean, better late than never. Sure. And and I agree with that. I think, you know, if you're Beverly Davenport in this situation, mm-hmm. you have to go with Philip Fulmer. I mean, he's a guy that, you know, like you said, fans were calling for to get the job. You know, he interviewed against John Curry. Um, and I think if you're Beverly Davenport at this point, you just had to make a decision that would unite the fan base. Right. Unite um, – really show the fans that, you know – the administration was still in touch with sort of the Tennessee of old, if you know what I mean. Just mm-hmm. now, in saying that, I think that I do feel like portions of the fan base with the whole Shiano um, fiasco, and then obviously with the Dave Doran thing, how they, you know, a lot of obviously these aren't all the fans, but a lot of the social media buzz sort of forced him out of taking that job. No I doubt think. About it. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's right. I think, you know, as a fan base, you've got to sort of support. You cannot like whoever the administration puts in there, but mm-hmm. I think the, the sort of, the, I guess, just the hate that was spread to some of these coaches, yeah. you know, was. And I think it comes from just frustration. Sure. I mean, the last nine years, the way they've played out since, you know, since former left, it's been it's been hard on Tennessee yeah. fans. I mean, it's been pretty hard times. I mean, your best season – was a season that you lost to Vanderbilt. Yeah. So, I mean, just put that in perspective. Sure. But it's it's hard, and they're sick of it, basically. And, yeah. And they want the right hire, and, you know, they're letting their voices be heard until they feel like Tennessee gets the right guy. Sure. But um, it looks like they're going in that direction now with Fulmer. It does. And, you yeah. know, I think 
you know, it's very interesting because there was obviously a lot of talk, you know, right before, and I've actually said this before, but, you know, I, I woke up on a Friday morning, mm-hmm. and, you know, you hear all this stuff about, you know, Mike Leach. Oh, oh you know, yeah. John Curry's about to, you know, make a contract with Mike Leach, going to sign him as a new Vols football coach. So I was getting an article ready for that in case that happened. You know, and I see on Twitter, John Curry fired. <laughs> and that so you, you, the week. Yeah, you just, you know, <laughs> hit delete, start over, and that's really what it was this week. But, yeah, I mean – I mean, I think how many coaches did we see have the job but then not have it? It's crazy. <laughs> almost, almost too many to count. You know, you know, you talk, talk about Jeff Brom. Yeah, that uh, was Dave the one Dorin. I thought. Yeah. yeah. Then Doran for sure, yeah. But uh, it's, I think it's very interesting, you know, Mike Leach, I think we can agree that would be a good hire. Oh, yeah. That would be a, really a home run hire, I think, for Tennessee in that regard where, you know, he's a guy that has won games. He's very well liked by a lot of fans. Um and I think that would have been a really good hire for Tennessee. And, you know, you hear these reports that John Curry is honing in on him, about to sign him, and then all of a sudden he's fired or right. placed on leave, mm-hmm. paid leave. Um, and so that – I just think that's interesting, you know. We haven't heard anything, you know, since about Leach. Yeah. And it looks like that deal is off the table. Like right. I said, we haven't heard anything. Yeah, um, the only thing that, you know, during the um, press conference, Beverly Davenport did mention that um, – Curry was informed on, was it a Saturday? Um, I believe it was on a Friday or Saturday. It was toward the end of the week. But whatever the day before Curry got fired, he was informed to come back to yeah. Knoxville. So that would have been a Thursday. Yeah, yeah, Thursday. It's been a, it's been a long week, people. Yeah, it's been but, crazy. But yep. <laughs> the day before that, um, Curry, yeah, before he got fired, he was informed to come back. And I guess, you know, a lot of the reports that were swirling around were saying that he was in Washington meeting with Mike Leach. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not, I don't know if he didn't follow directions or yeah. whatever happened that day led to him being fired. Yeah, so, yeah. and we don't know, you know, I'm obviously, and, and I don't blame her, of course, you know, Davenport, you know, basically said, you know, I'm not going to talk about that. I'm not right, going to get yeah. into those specifics of what happened. She said it was a series of events. All we know is that this search has been crazy. Mm-hmm. It's been absolutely, you know, just – it just seems like, I've you know – I've never seen anything Yeah, like no, it. And, mm-hmm. and you have national media writers who have been covering, you know, college football for years, and they and say they've never seen anything exactly. like this. Um, I don't know who the fault goes to at that point, you know, if it was more John Curry, if it was more – you know, there have been some people say that w- there were multiple boosters that were yeah. trying to get their name out there. You know, you don't know, um, like, who they wanted. You, you don't know. We just don't know at this point what happened with that. But I think, like you said, all, all we know now is Curry's, you know, out. It is Philip Fulmer's show. So, you know, talking about Philip Fulmer a little bit, DeMichael. Let's get into it. Obviously, you know, that changes the hot board a little bit. Yeah, It lot. changes, you know, who, who would they possibly hire. And, you know, considering that Mike Leach is – we can consider him off the table, I guess, at this point. We don't really know what's going on, but <clears throat> since that was a Curry thing – who do you see Fulmer potentially bringing in, and who do you think he might contact? Obviously, we heard reports about Les Miles, yeah. but what do you think is going to go on with all that? Well, as you just mentioned, we heard the reports about Les Miles, and I figured just from you look at Fulmer's background and you know his coaching mentality, the way he coached, I figured like a Les Miles type guy would be a guy that would get a call. And the way that it was reported, I think – It'll be a beautiful, like, it'll be a beautiful scenario if well, it worked out that way. Sure. The scenario I'm talking about was they said Les Miles as head coach, 
and hiring T. Mm -hmm. Martin T. as Martin. offensive coordinator yeah. and head coach in waiting. Because, I mean, T. Martin, I like him, you know, a lot. Sure. Just like, you know, he'd be great for the ten Tennessee fan base. Yeah. But well, it's he, who they wanted. Exactly. But he, he doesn't have head coaching experience. Yeah. And if it doesn't work out, I mean, four years from now, even though they love it right now, I mean, they're going to be like, oh, he didn't hire mm -hmm. a guy with head coaching experience. So you get a Les Miles who's been to SEC championship games, who's won a national championship. I mean, he's been to two national championships and who's known for that physical style of play that Fomer used to have. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all of Fomer's team had that physicality yeah. that's been missing lately. Yeah, it has. For Les sure. Miles will definitely bring that. Mm -hmm. And Les Miles and and Fulmer have a defensive coordinator that they both know very well. It goes by the name of John Chavis, yep. who's probably about to be on the market now that Kevin Sumlin is out of Texas A&M. Is out of yep. Texas A&M. So it's a scenario that's just it's puzzling together. But other names, I mean, I know I know that we heard earlier in the week it was one of the 55 names that was thrown out there. <laughs> I David, think it was 58, actually. It, it, it you know, might have been. You know. <laughs> but David Cutcliffe was a guy yeah, that Cutcliffe, yeah. turned the job down. Yeah. I think now that Philip Fulmer is the AD, he'll reconsider the job. Okay. I think that's something that a lot of people haven't thought about up to this point sure. since he turned the job down. But, I mean, you'll remember that he was the offensive coordinator under Fulmer, mm -hmm. and they had a very good relationship, had a, several dynamic offenses working together sure. and now with former as the AD and possibly bringing Cutcliffe back as the head coach I think it'll be a nice scenario and I think Cutcliffe will do a pretty good job at Tennessee if he gets the job but those are the two guys Les Miles David Cutcliffe mm -hmm. and a lot of people are worried about T Martin possibly making that lateral move as an offense coordinator from USC to Tennessee I say mm -hmm. to those people I mean it's his Alma mater. Sure. Obviously, he loves the university. Ten not Tennessee. Um, USC is having success. Yeah. But I think he'd take it. Well, and I think, yeah. you know, obviously Tennessee is in the SEC, but, you right. know, USC is a big-name program. No doubt about it. It's not it. like he's going from, like, a Division two school <laughs> and, you know, moving. You know, I think that anyone who has qualms about, you know, him potentially – going from USC to Tennessee just as an offensive coordinator, I see head coach because okay. he hasn't done it before. But, you know, and I'm not saying that would be bad either. I'm just right. saying there's more concern there. But as an offensive coordinator, I don't see why that would be an issue really. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't think that, you know, like I said, I think USC and Tennessee are pretty similar schools in terms of, you know, pedigree. Yeah. So I wouldn't totally see that leap being an issue for T. Martin. Um, but I think Cutcliffe is an interesting. I, I actually hadn't thought about that myself, yeah. about Fulmer reopening that. But it is definitely a possibility, um, you know, with Philip Fulmer. You know, obviously David Cutcliffe, you know, he was a mentor to Peyton Manning. Exactly. And, and you yeah. know, he's a guy that Peyton Manning has mentioned, you know, that he respects, that had an impact on him. And obviously, you know, we heard rumors, nothing confirmed, but that Peyton Manning was helping out with the coaching search yeah. earlier that he had, you know, gotten on the phone. I think it was Mike Gundy, people said he got on the phone with him, mm -hmm. tried to get him to come to Tennessee. So what if you have, you know, that double-barrel action of Philip Fulmer on one corner <laughs> and Peyton Manning on the other corner trying to get Cutcliffe to come here? I don't see how he turns it down. No, I mean, it's <laughs> that would be interesting. Yeah. So I think that is one thing to look at. And, Michael, I wanted to ask you about another name, Mike Norvell. Yeah. I know people have mentioned him. Um, there haven't been any reports that Tennessee has reached out to him. Right. You know, obviously I don't know of any connection between Fulmer and him, but could you see them potentially reaching out to him, or do you think maybe that's too much of a stretch? I would think that in a regular scenario, 
like maybe if Curry was still the AD, I think he probably would have eventually reached out to a guy like Mike Norvell if you looked okay. at the type of people that he was reaching out to. Sure. But I think Fulmer is going for a guy more with a more proven background okay. as a head coach. And not to discredit Mike Norvell oh, in sure, any yeah. way, but obviously one thing – is Mike Norvell is a um, – I believe he's an Arkansas resident. He's definitely high on their list. I believe, you know, Arkansas reports are Arkansas's considering Gus Malzahn at the top. Yeah. And right behind him, it's Mike Norvell. So those are the top two guys on Arkansas's board. And Mike, Nor- Mike Norvell being an Arkansas guy, I'm pretty sure he'd take that job, you know, if given an opportunity. And I don't think that's the kind of guy Philip Fulmer is going after in this search. I don't, I don't know if he's the big fan of that spread-type offense. More, I feel like he wants more of that pro-style. Yeah. Guys that he knows, he wants the proven guy so he can sure. make sure that, you know, this is a, the right hire. I don't think he'll be as much as a risk-taker as Curry would have been, like with someone like Greg <clears> Chiano, <throat> who Curry was going after. I feel like Fulmer is saying, look, have you won? Have you won? Okay, if you've won at an SEC championship or if I if I know you personally and I know what you're capable of, then those are the type of guys I'm going after. Sure. So, yeah. And going back to Les Miles a little bit, I just want to bring that back up. You know, I mm-hmm. think it was really surprising to me and to a lot of other people that his name didn't really come up in Tennessee yeah. search. Um, like, obviously, <clears throat> we don't know if Curry did contact him, but with, you know, the different coaches coming out every day saying Tennessee's yeah. in talks with him, his name was never really brought up, you know, saying that Curry had been talking to him, trying to get him to take the job. And I just think that's very interesting, you know, because you've got a guy here who has been linked to almost, you know, every coaching search exactly. in that, you know, saying this team should go after this guy. Because, you know, he had a lot of success at LSU. Yeah. He beat Alabama twice, was it? or I believe it was twice. Yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, he, he had a lot yeah. of success there. He had a really great w- record. I don't remember exactly what it is right now, but it mm. was really good. Um, you know, and he got fired after going two and two, which was a decision I didn't agree with um, personally. I think LSU's okay now mm-hmm. with Ed Orgeron, but I think it is interesting, you know, just to say the day, really, just several days after Philip Fulmer is announced as athletic director, there are reports that he's talking to Les Miles. Obviously, we don't know if any of these reports are true. Um, we had, you know, the advocate was saying that. Uh, he told them that it was, you know, it was essentially fake news. Yeah. But, you know, you never know. But I, d- I do think that's interesting, and I think that Les Miles would be a really good hire for Tennessee. You know, like you said, he's he's more of a pro-style guy, ground and yeah. pound, um, physical. You know, he's a proven coach. And Fulmer has played against him. I believe they met in the SEC Championship. Now yeah. that I think about it, in 2007 it was. Sure. Yeah. So – he, he he's a guy he's familiar with, and I, that's the thing I think Fulmer's going to look for in this search. Yeah, and yeah, it, it'll be interesting for sure. Um, like you said, I think that Fulmer would like to go after a Tennessee guy. Mm-hmm. I just think Tennessee's administration right now is in a stance where they have to do what is going to unify everybody, yeah. and I think the consensus has been among the fans, and so it might be among some of the administration now, at least looking at the move of hiring Fulmer. Mm-hmm. is to get Tennessee guys back in power roles. And I think, you know, a lot of fans have called for T. Martin getting that job. Yeah. He's not been a head coach, but, you know, obviously he was a quarterback for Tennessee in 98 under Fulmer. That would be a very interesting move. Um, I think that Tennessee guys are the main lookout, like you said, Cutcliffe, but don't be surprised if it is a Les Miles or if it is, you know, 
even someone that we haven't expected. And yeah. I think, just to close it out, I think it'll be interesting to see how do the fans respond to a pick from Fulmer. You know, because obviously a lot of Curry's picks got a lot of hate, got a lot of fire with it. Um, will people love Fulmer's picks just because it's Fulmer? Yeah. Or will they love the pick because it's a good pick? And the financial situation will be huge <clears throat> Oh yeah, for sure. as well. I think that's something that's not, you know, being talked about enough as well because – you talk about all of the buyout money with with Jones. I believe it's eight point three million right now. You know, there's no buyout on Curry, but you know he's because he's left without yeah. pay. Yeah. But I mean, with pay, I'm sorry. Right. But if he's fired, you know, that's a five point five million buyout. Which is a huge possibility. It looks like exactly, and you combine that with. Um, Bush Jones' assistants leaving. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, and hiring new assistants exactly. and all that. Yeah. And then rehiring other guys, especially if you hire a coach from another university yeah. like Cutcliffe. I'm not sure what his buyout is or whatnot. But yeah, no. I don't that's think a lot of money. too high. But. Yeah, yeah, I, definitely. But um, when you factor in those type of things, and there were reports earlier in the week that um, Bush Jones was kind of handicapped with his um, ability to hire who he wanted. They said that, that played a role in him. Um, promoting Larry Scott to offense coordinator mm-hmm. because he couldn't, you know, go out and just Get the free spin. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it'll be interesting how they, you know, let Fulmer go about this yeah, and whoever sure. the head coach is because if he can go out and get the guys that he wants, then this could be, you know, a really fun time for Tennessee fans. For sure. And, you know, that's going to wrap it up for us today, guys. Thanks for watching. Make sure to check out the Daily Beacons website for all your up-to-date sports information. Also follow DeMichael and I on Twitter, and also check out the Daily Beacons Twitter pages. Um, check out the Daily Beacons Facebook page. Just going to get all the information you want there. Um, but, yeah, that's going to wrap it up. Uh, thanks for watching again. Um, this is Checkerboard Chat, the official sports podcast of the Daily Beacon, and we'll see you next time.